nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Zika Health Show. This is weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. In this weekend short, I have a gift for you. I am coming with a bag of habits. Yes, I'll provide you with the secrets to jumpstart fat burn and lead you to sustainable weight loss. Now, this is about the morning habits, things you should do to start your day. Because most of us start our day off in a completely wrong way. I don't often say wrong, but for most of us, it's wrong. And that leads to excess stress, high cortisol, hormonal imbalances, weight gain, and a host of other health issues. But these proven habits, they're not tricks or gimmicks. They're habits that are backed by my three-sided approach, ancestral living, scientific studies, and anecdotal evidence. Anyone who's been listening to me or listened to my interviews know that anything I recommend has to pass those three. Same again, ancestral living, scientific studies, and anecdotal evidence. Now, the habits I'm going to mention here are followed by most health gurus, including your one and only. See, at age 39, I maintain around 12 to 14% body fat most of the year. And in the summer, I drop to around 10 to 12. And I do that annually. So these habits that I'm going to talk about help me to stay lean and healthy all year long. But as a disclaimer, because I will talk about nutrition some, remember that this is just or should I say these habits are general advice and do not make any dietary changes without discussing it with your medical professional. Now, with that being said, are you ready to transform your life? Let's get this puppy started. Numero uno, breathing. Most of us do not know how to breathe properly. Crazy, right? Because we've been breathing all our lives. It's the only reason why we're alive. But the way most of us breathe actually can cause us to gain weight. Did you know that? The way we breathe can cause us to gain weight. So let let me explain. You can either breathe to activate your sympathetic or your parasympathetic nervous system. Now remember, sympathetic is what? Fight or flight. Parasympathetic is rest and digest. So slow, controlled, diaphragmatic breathing activates your parasympathetic, which is what? Your rest and digest. Now, why is this important? Well, 
a lot of reasons, but the two ones I'm going to highlight is that it keeps your cortisol balanced and helps you to digest your food better. See, when you operate in a parasympathetic state, you are already improving your health. Now, when it comes to weight loss, this is a great way to train your body to use fat as a source of energy. Because parasympathetic keeps your cortisol balanced, keeps your blood sugar steady, so then you don't get that spike or that push to where you need excess sugar, and your body can then break down fats for energy, including your body fat if you have the right nutrition. Now, rapid breathing does the opposite. Think about it this way. Ever wonder why you crave sugars when you're stressed, when you're having a bad day, right? Like, everything is awful. I'm sick and tired of this. You crave sugars, right? I remember when I was working at a car dealership when I was really, really young, many moons ago, and I used to crave honey bun. Every time I was stressed, I craved honey bun. And that was my vice. I even... Years after, I was working at a different, at that benefits company, and I craved honey buns and sweets every time I was stressed. When I was in college, I craved sweets. I would study, study until I'm exhausted, and then go to the closest 7-Eleven and get some sweets. I used to fill up those big cups that you get from the, like the 7-Elevens with the sweetest drink I could find, and then eat some honey buns or some, some other sweets with it. We crave sweets when we're stressed. So high cortisol leads to more stress. Now, let's talk about what happens in the mornings that can help to relieve that. The way you breathe. Breathing in for three seconds, holding for five, and then take six seconds to breathe out. Do this 10 times as soon as you wake. And as a bonus, whenever you feel stress and before you eat any food. Now, let's break this down a little bit. In the mornings when I first wake up, I actually, I meditate it's usually 10 minutes. So it's usually more than 10 times I actually do that routine, but as far as the breathing. But for, I do a 10-minute meditation. And I practice my breathing through that entire time. By the time those 10 minutes are over, I feel relaxed and I feel good. I don't ever get up, get up and say, let's start working, let's start moving, let's do this, let's do that, and expose myself to a bunch of stressors. Because we get a morning cortisol kick that wakes us up. And then by getting up and just running, especially if you're woken up by the alarm, you're then moving from that cortisol, morning cortisol kick to a spike and then it takes sometimes hours for it to level off and when you're and i've said when even a high cortisol state you crave sugars instead of your body burning its own fat anyone who's been listening to me knows that i love lumen it's a fantastic device and every morning when i wake up i take my morning breath breath test right so after i meditate to see if I was burning fat or carbs when I sleep. And what I said to everyone, and this is how you know how amazing Lumen readings are. When I get up and I meditate, I take my Lumen breath, and my breath test always tells me I'm at a one or a two where I'm mostly burning 
fat for energy, not cars, but fat. I have experimented with it where I'll wake up, get out morning cortisol kick, take my lumen test, and it tells me I'm at a three, rarely a four. But every time I practice my breathing, I meditate and I take the test, it tells me I'm at a one or a two. Burning fats for energy. Now, if you're not metabolically flexible, don't expect that you're going to always burn fat for energy when you're sleeping. And that's the whole idea behind metabolic flexibility. And I have an entire episode on that. But the proof is in the pudding because the reading tells me that I'm burning fat for energy when I meditate and practice my breathing. So give it a try. The only caveat I'll say to that is I actually brush my teeth before I meditate, before I meditate. So I get up, brush my teeth. I do my meditation while practicing my breathing. Then I take the lumen test every morning, which is, takes about 30 seconds to see what my body is burning. And that just sets up my morning. At the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you how you can, you can get lumen. It's a wonderful, fantastic device. Not only does it tell you what you're, what you're burning for energy, but it gives you nutritional recommendations so your metabolism can become more flexible. Now let's move on. The second habit is the morning sun. And it's going to be in combination with starting off well with your breathing and meditation. Sunlight reacts with your adipose tissue. In fact, there's research that shows that sunlight shrinks your fat cells. That's one of my theories why in warmer countries, well, one of the reasons why in warmer countries, people tend to be thinner, especially if they spend time outside. Sunlight does interact with your fat cells and can shrink them. Now, you don't need a lot. Oh, 15 minutes every morning. If you're dark skin, a little bit more. I'm in the middle. So 15 to 20 is kind of where my range is in the mornings. And it helps to reset your circadian rhythm so you can get quality sleep, which is very important in weight, in weight loss or just your health in general, reducing inflammation, reducing oxidative stress. Your circadian rhythm does so many things. And I have an entire article on my blog. So when you access the show notes, you can, do, can actually go to that particular article, article about are you getting quality sleep? And you can read that as well. A kicker to that, because don't just get morning sunlight thinks you're fine. Because every couple of hours, especially if you live in a warmer climate, go outside for about 10 minutes. That's all it takes. Just go outside for about 10 minutes. Keep you moving. You get sunlight. You don't have to go out there and spend hours. Just go outside for 10 minutes. It adds up. It's like putting money in the bank. Do this consistently. And you're jump-starting your fat loss. Bonus. Feels, I feel like I have a lot of bonuses in, in this episode. The red light from the rising sun and the setting sun do have benefits from your body. I'm sorry, not from your body, for your body. So exposure will greatly help. Preferably outside. I know sometimes, I know it's colder outside. So you may have to stay inside and, you know, try to look at the sun, which that's better than no exposure. But in warmer climates, Try to get the morning and the evening sun as often as you possibly can. And both help with regulation of your circadian rhythm, which, of course, I've talked about. It helps with sleep, reducing oxidative stress, reducing inflammation, and so on and so forth. 
So just exposure. Now let's talk about walking. Walking, especially combined with the other two that I mentioned. So you see the trend, right? It's, it's not just one thing I do, they're all combined. Train your body to use fastest energy. Yeah, so walking, train your body to use fastest energy. You've heard me talk about endurance training, specifically zone two training and its benefits. Well, walking is zone one. If you're speed walking, you may kick it up to zone two. But in these zones, your body mainly burns fat. Instead of zone three, zone four, when you're raising your cortisol, you're going into the anaerobic zone, and then you are calling on your body to use more sugars for energy. But when you do zone one or zone two, you train your body to burn fats combined with the other habits. And of course, I'm going to talk about nutrition at the end. But most days, I take about 10,000 steps. Even more in warmer months. I'm a lot more active in warmer months. But 10,000 steps is, for most days, is minimum for me. Some days I may get frisky and make it up to 15, but that's when I'm just being an overachiever. Now let's talk about nutrition. Again, don't make any dietary changes without speaking to a medical professional. But here's some guidance here. If you're training your body to burn fat, what do you need to feed it? Fat. Think about it. If you're burning fat, then you need to feed your body fat so your body stay accustomed to burning fat. Because if you're trying to burn fat, but then you're eating a lot of carbs, then your body's going to switch from fats to say, oh, you're giving me carbs. Remember, carbs is our body's preferred source of fuel, especially if you live in the Western side of the world because we have more amylase, which breaks down carbs. So then if we naturally like to break down more carbs, when even if you do zone two and you walk and you get your morning sun and you sleep well, when you start feeding your body carbs, your body is going to go to what it prefers, which are carbs. The other side of it is you do not have to cardio yourself to death to lose weight. You do not have to cardio yourselves to death to lose weight. Actually, I wish you don't. Because <laughs> in fact, excessive cardio, unless your metabolism is already flexible, leads to a sugar metabolism. And I just gave a little summary about that, right? Talk about being anaerobic zone, zone three, zone four, promotes sugar metabolism. I recommend that you listen to my recent solo episodes on gut enzymes and metabolic flexibility to learn a lot more of that topic. And listen to my interview with Lumen Metabolic Coach Maria Fox. At age 51, she lost over 60 pounds. And of course, we talked about metabolic flexibility, but we also talked about training. And we and how she was training too much. She was going excessive trying to lose weight and never really lost much until she dropped to zone one and zone two. And she does do some high intensity, but not all the time. Context and balance. Very important. I have a client who tells me that he used to ride every day for a whole year and didn't lose any weight. Because he thought he could just outride his nutrition. You can't do that. So 
You don't have to cardio yourself to death to lose weight. But again, if you are training in zone one and zone two, training your body to burn fats, then you want to eat fats. So in short, exposing your body to fats and ketones, especially combined with those other three habits, you are then training your body to use fats as energy. Remember, to burn fats, you need adequate enzymes like lipase. Well, how does your body create those enzymes? When you expose them to fats. See, our bodies are very smart and will develop adequate enzymes once we expose our bodies to them. Like, oh, sorry, not when we expose about the enzymes, but when we expose our bodies to the right macros. Make sure I clarify that. Because if you're constantly feeding your body fats and not a lot of carbs, your body says, okay, this is what you're giving me. I'm going to develop a mechanism to handle that. But there's another caveat to that, which I talked about in other episodes. You don't want to be on high fats all the time. You do want to do some kind of cycling. Like I cycle keto because you want your body to have the ability to move between fats and carbs as needed. And that's the beauty of being metabolically flexible. But again, I have episodes on that. Go back and listen to those episodes. I don't want to tell anyone, though, to just start to eat fast just for the sake of it. Because if you're not metabolically flexible and if you don't have enough enzymes to break down fats, you can then set yourself up for danger by jumping into a high-fat diet. Because your body doesn't have the capability to break down fats like that. So you end up storing it. Is kind of the flip side of when you come off keto and then you eat carbs, your body doesn't have the capability to break down carbs that well, so you store them. Blow up like a balloon. It's the other, now it's the same thing, just now fats, right? You've been on high carb all your life. You have a lot of amylase, which you're probably born with naturally anyway. So now you have a hard time breaking down fats. So you don't want to just eat a bunch of fats. In fact, my episode with the heart dietitian, Michelle, we talked about if you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease with fats around your liver, you don't want to jump into keto or a high-fat diet because you just that's a sign that you don't have the mechanism to break down fat. Your body is storing it. So I'm more of a medium to a high-fat approach, trending towards ketosis as your body becomes more adapt to breaking down fat. So don't jump into keto. In fact, you know, people have the keto flu. When they're having a hard time switching from burning from from burning carbs to burning fats or even getting to ketosis, is because they're not metabolically flexible enough. I switch into ketosis, no keto flu. I've other than the very first time I tried switching into ketosis, I haven't had the keto flu. And I switch back and forth between keto and carbs. But again, my body is flexible enough. My metabolism is flexible enough to do so. And that's the sweet spot. So again, starting with a medium fat, medium carb kind of diet, and you trend to like a high fat, dropping your carbs, and eventually you can even go into ketosis. So trending towards a keto diet, just very minimal carbs. For a time, some research says six to eight weeks is ideal to be from to being that high fat to ketosis range. So you can shut off your glucose pathways 
develop the enzyme so you can burn fat and become more metabolically flexible. Again, don't make any dietary changes without speaking to a medical professional. These are just things that have worked for a lot of people and definitely works for me. So combine all four habits and you can train your metabolism to become more fat adapted instead of sugar adapted. Combine all four, not just one or two, combine all four. Because example, if you're eating a medium high fat diet, or you, but you are training in a high intensity zone, then you're going to have a hard time bringing down fat. Your body's going to be looking for sugars. Or if you don't breathe properly and, you're, and your cortisol is high because you're always eating in a sympathetic state, you're going to have a hard time breaking down fats. You're going to be breaking down sugars. So combine all four of these habits. So there we go. Combine all four habits and you can train your metabolism to become fat adapted instead of sugar adapted. And the last thing I want to say here, you want to cycle your carbs. In fact, products like Lumen and their service, they give you boost days. That way, your body doesn't lose the enzymes to break down carbs efficiently. So this ensures that your body maintains sufficient enzymes to break down carbs leading to a flexible metabolism. But that would be after, of course, you done you shut down your glucose pathways, then you want to start cycling your carbs back in. And especially in your medium to high fat days, like seen in the beginning, you want to cycle your carbs around the time that you're training because so your body can use it best. So listen to that short episode that I released it's about I think it's about three weeks ago now, about metabolic flexibility. Because again, when it's flexible, you will burn the adequate macros of energy. This is the magic of maintaining a healthy body weight. Lastly, check out Lumen. I think I said lastly the last time. But here, this is really lastly. <laughs> check out Lumen. It's the only breathalyzer on the market that reads your metabolism. I've said it. It determines if you're burning down fats or carbs at any given time. Follow the, the flexibility of your metabolism. So it gives you a score of where you are on the flexibility of your metabolism. For example, I'm 18.5 out of 21. So I'm trending by next two months. My goal is to top it off at 21. At that point, I'm not going to say I can eat anything that I want. Because if I do, then my score is going to go back down. But the more flexible your metabolism the more you can break down different macros. But the website is lumen.me and you can use code ZECOHEALTH to get 10% off. Fantastic, fantastic product, fantastic service, fantastic Facebook group. A lot of them actually listen to my podcast. This and anything that I've recommended, I believe in 100% and they're definitely worth it. Especially if you've tried every diet known to man. So here it is, fam. Change your habits and let's crush 2022. Thanks for listening to the Zico Health Show. If you got good quality content out of this episode, save, subscribe, and share it out there with family, 
friends, co-workers, or anybody who needs to hear this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.